The Red Room Theater, Episode 11, Aliens. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Moreno. And every week we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Talk about how it raised us wrong and raised us right. Today we talk about the movie Aliens, how it taught us to respect women and distrust the man. First and foremost, the audio quality might be a little different this week. Uh, we had some mic issues. My mic is broken. It's causing a crazy echo effect. So we're going single mic tonight. We're going solo mic. Red solo mic. You know the red solo cup guy died. The guy who created, the guy who invented the oh, red solo I you're cup. Oh, about Toby Keith. No, he's dang Jesus. He's alive and well driving trucks, dude. First his bar, then his, then him, dude. No. Well, rest in peace, Joey Boots. <laughs> once we get past that. We got to deal with something right off the bat. We're doing the movie Aliens. And you might notice that the Aliens is a sequel to the movie Alien. Notice one is singular, one is plural. And the question would be asked, well, how are you doing the sequel without doing the first movie? Because this is a rare case. Very, maybe the only case. I can't think of one. Ah, Terminator 2. Terminator 2. There's a few that could be fought. Well, Empire Strikes Back versus Star Wars. Empire is my favorite. Empire's the best. That's why. So the question is, why are we doing the sequel versus the first? When I, I remember when I was dating Angie, my wife. I, uh, my wife didn't watch movies growing up, dude. She grew up, you know. She definitely didn't watch movies like this. No way. Nothing. And so I wanted to see some of these movies that ma- mattered so much to me. So we, we rented it. We watched it in my room. My mom came over. She, she watched it end it with us. And uh, the movie ended. And she's like, so what'd you think of Alien and Aliens? And Angie's like, well, we just watched this one. And my mom, mom's thinking, slapped me up by my head. She says, you can't show her this without showing her Alien. Yeah, that's because mom loved the first one. She loves it. But here's it, the I mean, Alien is a great movie. It's a, the thing is, it is a pure sci-fi film. I mean, it's, it's Ridley Scott. It's, it's one single alien in a boat. And there's some great scenes in it, dude. There's some legit great sequences in it. But I'm going to have to watch it again. It's, it's not the one that grabbed our hearts. No, 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 no. For us, aliens. Hey, even though it did grab somebody's heart in that movie. Oh! Um, <laughs> not again. <laughs> <laughs> a joke I didn't get to watch Alien again as a grown-up. But, uh, sorry, Spaceballs reference. But um, Alien didn't grab us like Aliens did. Aliens is the James Cameron sequel. And what a great sequel name. Because it goes from a single monster to many. So you just add the S. It's a different name. It's great... And this is maybe one of the greatest sequels of all time because it changes from a pure sci-fi film into an actioneer. It's just like uh, coming home in a body bag. <laughs> or coming, coming home in a body bag. bag. Two. Two. <laughs> I got more taste to my... <laughs> uh, what are we calling that one? Body bags. Two. <laughs> James Cameron, you're the man. Just put an S on there. Dude, it, it worked great, man. Um, but we are actioneer guys. I mean, I like sci-fi, but I, I like sci-fi action. Sci-fi, okay. Like, okay, I see where you're coming from now, because Alien is just like, holy science fiction. Aliens is, you throw in so many elements of that action, every, it's like, holy smokes, that... 
This is an amazing action movie. It really is. Um, like we don't like the classic sci-fi, like 2001: Space Odyssey. Boo, Radley. <laughs> exactly. We're not the typical. Like I like some science fiction, but I like science fiction adventure, science fiction action. But science fiction, science fiction, don't love it. Don't love it. No. Um, so for us, aliens. You wouldn't consider Back of the Future science fiction, would you? It's science fiction comedy, yeah. Okay, it's sci fi comedy, yeah. Yeah, it's not that pure, you know what I'm saying? Like, Place Out of Sea is pure science fiction, dude. Ugh. And that movie's a hard thing to sit through. And if you're sitting here, you're mad at us, what are you gonna do? It's our podcast. Buzz's girlfriend. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sci fi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, no. Uh, before we get to Aliens, this this movie spawned a franchise. There's Alien Three, which was plagued with all like they, it's so bad. What's the premise? It's a prison or something. It's a it's a prison planet, and she crash Jeez. lands. And there's a there's a egg on her ship that get. There's two eggs. One is putting my eggs, her my eggs. In between, no, but uh, uh, we'll get putting her. We'll get putting the dog, and you have a dog alien. I forgot about the dog. It's alien. a dog alien. It's it running around. It's eating people. You have Charles S. Dutton. Chasing dogs. It's fighting. He's, chasing he's fighting this thing in the. In the That's so dope. Come on. Come on. Come on, Rock. Um, but it, the movie was played with all kinds of different, the different directors came in, didn't do well. And it, not only that, but it, it, it pooped on the awesomeness of this film. Like everyone that survives this film gets wiped out before the movie starts. That's stupid. Like you don't, t- you don't take out Newt and Stinkin' Hicks. Off screen. And Bishop. You don't get that's crap, dude. But Alien 3 didn't like it. Yeah, Alien, you gotta let her know so vent a little bit on this one. Um, then you have Alien Resurrection comes out, which is like way in the future. They resurrect Ripley. Which, okay, which one is Resurrection? It's they, 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 they like clone her and they clone the queen that's inside her. And so she's all like genetic and supergirl what super strength. And uh, your boy, Hellboy's in it. Um, he was in Pearlman? Pearlman's in it. He's he's that part of that like space pirate ship thing. The guy the wheelchair is his buddy. What's, what's the one where the uh, Ripley's the mom of the alien? That's Alien Resurrection. That was whack, dude. It, it's, dude, they're all whack. Every time they think a swing at this, they mess it up. And, they, and then you're like for a second feeling bad for the alien because he's like mom. You're like, what the crap? <laughs> it's an ugly looking thing too. Dude, it, it, it is nasty. They just try to try to they try to reinvigorate the franchise by combining with the Predator franchise. I didn't hate it. The first one, the one with Adrian Brody. Oh, that's no, no, that, that's Predators by itself. That one movie was. Oh, that's Predators. That oh, was there's no cr- alien in that. No okay. alien. That movie okay. was legit. That was so okay, we'll get, sweet. We'll do Predator eventually, but for this, they tried to take Alien and Predator put in the same movie, and they do AVP, Alien Predator, and it's not terrible. But man, there's like an hour of stupid crap, twenty minutes of awesome action, and then it ends. It's like ah. Sounds like a Michael Bay movie. Oh, no, Michael Bay movie is, is, is never mind. It's um, nothing. It, it's just things are blowing up for an hour and a half. It's like it's like an hour and a half long trailer you're watching. Um, but uh, so so this Aliens is the reason there's still a franchise. This movie's so good. Too bad Prometheus is sweet. Okay, and they're gonna bring that around to the new Alien film, which is incredible. We'll get to that in a little bit. So where's Alien? We're not doing it because we didn't love it. Aliens is the movie that got in, into our life and made an impact on our, on our, on our psyche. Fair? Hence, hence racist, wrong, racist, right. Exactly. You gotta like the movie first. 
Exactly. I mean, and I don't. I like Alien. I don't it's, love. It, oh, okay, you can't. You, you can't do a side by side comparison with those two. It's They're just, very different. Very different films. Very different movies. It's kind of almost like a thriller. It's like it's. Sigourney Weaver's not even the main character. She's not even the captain. It's um that one white guy. I don't know. Um, way, way to narrow it down. <laughs> well, the cast is pretty eth- ethnic in that film. Well, there's a black dude. And there's a, I don't know what there is, That's part two, fool. Okay. So, so we're in Aliens. Now, the original Alien is is a very simple story, and I love this about it. The original Alien, you don't know where the thing comes from. They go down to a planet, get infected, bring it back on the ship. Doesn't know he's uninfected. Bring it back on the ship, and they let him out, which they shouldn't have done. Yeah. This thing busts out of his thinking chest. In the middle of dinner. Which is, that scene is a classic scene in cinema. It's amazing. It's, and it's to this day, it's still horrifying. That scene is nasty. Um, and this thing takes the crew out one by one. And uh, Sigourney Weaver is the last one standing. She's stinking. Um, she is the first yeah, she's the, Kill Bill. Like, the first time a woman holds this up, and she is just awesome. Well, in Alien, she's not that. In Alien, she's still kind of soft. Al- aliens. But when we get to Alien first. So Alien ends with her... Blowing up the ship, leaving on a stinking like life raft essentially, and it's in there with her. Remember, she's all getting undressed. She's like, do 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 do. It's in there. Little Jonies, wee wee wee. Yeah, and and she blasts it out of the airlock, and it's her and the cat go to sleep. And then, hence aliens. And so aliens she doesn't realize that she slept. Man, she wake. The movie starts off and her being found. What a great she, opening. Yeah, she's just cruising, and what is it like a trash ship or something? Or? Pick a salvage ship. Picks salvage her up. ship. And she's been out there for 50 stinking years. Yeah. And uh, they bring her back. And she doesn't, under- she doesn't recognize the, the, the new space station. She's told that she's been asleep 50 years. She's still having nightmares about the, the thing that she thought she killed. And the opening, remember the music busts up, dude. She puts up her shirt. Oh, and yeah, the alien yeah. comes to the out. skin and she wakes up yeah. all sweaty and scared, dude. Um, sweaty stank. And uh, the movie jumps right in. And she's in a, goes to that meeting with the company. With all the... Stinking CEOs, to oh, the top man. dogs and with their like, suits. You blew up the ship. Why'd you do that? We have no record of this. Everything and she tells them, they're like, "Okay, we're done here." And like, they're like, "We've never this monster you described. We've never heard of this thing. This never, this never been seen on any documented planet in history." Um, and uh, she's leaving. She's like, "Listen, the thing's out there on LV four twenty six. You can go check." He goes, "I don't have to. There's been colonists there for twenty years. We sent a colony or five there. for five yeah, years." Yeah. And she's then all of a sudden she goes in about her life, gets a crap job. She, she they they throw her oh, in the yeah. wolves. They throw her a bone. They give her a BS job. Working the docks, dude. And she's like, I gotta be to work. And you're like, what? Her life stinks, dude. She, she should sue them, and she's the one that gets yeah. jacked for it because they blame her for the loss of their property and their ship. Should have called Lee Free. Legit, dude. Should have called Figer. <laughs> With that new hairdo. Hey, but uh, all of a sudden, dude, someone comes to her door. The company comes to her door. Like, listen. We've lost contact with the colony on LV-426. We, we're going to send some Marines out there. Come and be like a liaison for us. Uh, uh, you, you're a special. She tells him, you're crazy. You don't know what's out there. I'm, I've seen it. No I ain't going. Way. I am not going. She She's says, like, I got to be to work. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. You got that busted job. <laughs> Go make, make 425 an hour. And the thing with this movie is it sets up the, like, some guys, some movies have no action. Like, where's the action? This, I think it's, if you set up a film with good characters and good story, it makes the action better. 
It makes the, the, the tension real because you care about the characters. In this movie, you, you care about Ripley. And still, she's soft. She's still kind of just... And uh, he, 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 he cons her, dude. He's like, listen, you got to go face your fear to get over these nightmares. He, he cons Work her. is the worst. He cons her like so, nobody's Paul business. Paul Reiser, you dog. Dude, legit. But she says yes. He's like, she's like, well, he tells her, you have nothing to worry about. We're sending the baddest dude. That's the best. Ever. They will blow everything away. And she asks him, you're going out there to destroy it, right? Not to collect it, not to study it, to kill it. To put it down like a dog. And he's like, scout's honor. So they go. They win. The, the, this is the part when the movie... Oh, this is where you're in. You're in. Like, the, the movie to this day, it's, it, this movie's 30 years I old. I just watched it two, a week and a half ago, and I was sitting on the couch by myself in a dark living room, and I was like, found myself sitting up in my chair like, <laughs> whoa, dude, I forgot. Whenever I set up a surround sound system, this is the movie I use to test the surround sound. The stinking scene in the caves. That's the scene I use to test in a Blu-ray player, test surround sound, because those things are running behind you, and it freaking messes you up, dude. What scene? In the caves. Oh. Or in the, in the, down in the incinerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the Marines go, they wake up, and you meet the Space Marines, and they're awesome! But they're all in those incubators. Yes, they, they all wake all up. in there, and they're all waking up together. This floor's cold. <laughs> Want me to fetch your slippers for you? <laughs> oh, that'd be they're real just, nice, would you? <laughs> they're just like they're bad just, dudes, Marines. And, like, you get to know them, and they're great, dude. Each just, character's so like, different. There's... They're fleshed out. They have yeah. backstories. Like, you meet two of them, Drake and Vasquez, and you meet them, and stinking, um, they don't tell you their story, but you realize they're They're super close. There's they're, they're, they're something about they're, them. They're, they're not together, like... Romantically. Romantically, but they're together, like, almost like a brother-sister, like... Their, their relationship is awesome. You, and you, and there's like an underlying awesomeness to it. Right. And, and the thing is, if you read the backs, uh, the treatment of the, 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 this movie had to cut a lot out. Like they cut out that when Ripley woke up, they told her her daughter had died. She had a daughter. Was, the, yep. The, the, they cut out that Drake and Vasquez, two of my favorite up. Marines, they, they grew up in the system together in juvie and crap. And they had to do the Space Marine um, a tour of duty to get out of their prison sentence. That's how they, because they're so close because they were in that sick and hard world together. You meet the Marines and they're awesome. Like it's just incredible. And they set up little things in the ship that come back later. The drop ship, love the music, the percussion, the like um, marching percussion yeah, music. I love drums. Yeah, yeah, it's great, dude. They load down there, and they're all. They don't give a they're cavalier. They're overconfident. They think they what do you call it a bug hunt. Yeah, they think they think it's just a busted mission. They're going down. It's going to be nothing. What is what is what does Frost say? Gonna save us some colonist daughters. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's what he, it's, the, oh, the uh, the guy in charge? No, the black guy. The, yeah, uh, he's, no, not a pwn, not a pwn. Oh, Frost is a different. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, that one you have pwn, was dude. what did you say? Some I don't know. Um, but uh, they're talking their trash. And they say, go down to the, to the stinking the moon base because they have not heard from them in forever. So they're going to see if they're okay. They go down there, and there's nobody there. There's nobody home. And that's eerie, dude. You can see there's like a, uh, there's like a, there's like an echo of a fight, but there ain't nothing. There's no one around. There's no blood. There's no bodies. There's no evidence of anything happening. There's just no It's people. just empty. And uh, they meet Newt. 
And what a great character Newt! You can't becomes. just jump right into Newt. Okay, sorry, but they uh, they 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 find. Okay, before we go on, let's talk about the alien itself. Movies try to create cool monsters. I mean, we have Dracula, we have the werewolf, we have all these things that are great monsters from from different films that we enjoy, like vampires, or I mean, or they're just all from the Monster Squad. <laughs> well, say like <laughs> like uh, there's a zombie re was a street surgeon you know five years ago. The vampires were cool in the '90s. Vampires were everywhere in the '90s. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Thanks to Team Edward, they're back. Last That's week. true. Twi- uh, brought those guys back. Yeah, and then they put them. They covered them in glitter. Get out of here. <laughs> but the alien might be the greatest modern monster. Everything about an alien, you can't even hurt an alien without. Well, you can't kill an alien without. Killing yourself because the blood is acid. So these things have two different like um, morphs, two different cycles of cre- creatures. So you have first off the face hugger. You meet an alien one, which we call the spider alien. Dude, that thing is because oh. it's got eight legs and it runs like a spider. And, but it, what it does it grabs a human head, inserts a tube into a creature. And lays an egg inside, inside of them. Inside of their belly. And when they think it's big enough, it's strong enough, it, it, it will... Burst out of the host. And that thing that comes out is the, is the alien proper. It's a drone, though. And we didn't know that from Alien 1. Like, if someone asked a question in Aliens, he goes, listen, if the face huggers come from the eggs and they lay the alien drones, what's laying the eggs? Yeah. And that question is like, that's a good question. Yeah. What I love about a, the, the alien monster... Is uh, they don't explain where the aliens come from. They just they just are, and I love that kind of rules and worlds. Like I don't need to know why silver bullets kill a werewolf. They just do. This, those are the rules. That's how you kill this monster. But the alien's so brutal because it's it's smart, it's fast. If you cut the thing, it has acid for blood. Like it goes through metal floors, dude. Like in the first movie when um. The guy had come back in the, in the ship with one on his face, try to cut it off, and it's stinking, it, it bleeds acid. And try to cut it off, like the tail will, like, they, it'll kill the whole, they, it's so aliens in this movie, they, they find the med bay full of the face huggers, remember? And Bishop Reeds is like, listen, they, they killed the guy taking it off him. So they went, they, so the colonists found the ship the aliens were on, the, the egg ship. So they're looking around, they find Newt, this little girl who somehow survived it all. She doesn't talk, she's dirty, malnourished, but she survived there for who knows how long by herself, by living in the, the air ducts, right? Yeah. It's pl- places small enough where only she could get through. Right. Little which girl is could why get through, she but, survived. But drones couldn't get to. And, Five years down the road, she wouldn't have been. No, she'd been dead. So where are the people? They find they they, they all everyone's tracked with a tagger, so they know where they are. Yeah, they yeah they, they find, find them all. They by, find a coffin by the the furnace, and they go down there, and oh yeah, because they they say it looks like they're having a party. Like yeah. they see that everybody's it's in the a one GD area. town meeting. Yep, or drop your linen and start your grinning, <laughs> and they head down. And the movie you're you're an hour in, and it's been eerie and quiet and characters, and they walk into the alien nest. It, because all, yeah. their equipment is amazing because out guns. of nowhere, the radar 
you'll see that they're headed towards you. Like, that's crazy. That motion tracker creates so much tension. I know. Just the beep, and it spins, so you can see who's coming from where. Yeah, well, and they're like, it's right, it should be right there in front of us. And you're like, what the heck? Can't see nothing. They don't show up on infrared or nothing. Um, they're down there, and the one guy, dude, pulls a shotgun, dude, it's awesome. Keep oh, yeah. close encounters. Well, that's because they said they're in... Uh, they're near a big furnace. Like yeah, yeah, so they said, take the magazines, no gunfire. Which was insane that they started collecting the magazines. And you're Which like, is, what? Like, don't go down there. Yeah, um, seriously. They go down there and they get massacred. It's and it's so quick. Like they they didn't realize they were going down to the nest. Right. And the thing with the nest was awesome is these drones don't kill people. They take them, bring them down, like stick eggs. Stick in them. stick like like put them like stick them in like crazy spit grossness. Yeah, because they lay the eggs for the face huggers to come and so get them. that they can just create more of themselves. Yep, yep. They're, they're, they're not trying to, they're not, they're not feeding, they're not killing, they're just propagating their species. That's all yep. they're doing. And you see the like, thing is, in Alien 1, you saw one of these things. And all of a sudden, in this scene, there are dozens. Everywhere, yeah. And uh, you, see, you get a, uh, a chest burster scene down there, nasty. She's like, she's like, kill Please me. Kill. That scene's nasty. And Ripley's watching TV. She's, and she's, she knows exactly. She, yeah. look, she looks away, dude. She's like, this is bad, man. This is bad. She's um, looking over at your boy, uh, Burke, like, I told you. Dude, and the Marines get their heads kicked in. And Gorman, they ask him, how many missions you flew? He, uh, two. He was, or no, 30-something. 30, 30 he's like, simulated. Yeah. How, how many, uh, wait a second, how many live missions? How many, how many live? Like, two. This is one of them, too. Including this one. Yeah. <laughs> dude. And they're looking at each like, dang it. Uh, simulated. And Ripley, dude. That's when she turns the character. She's like, she just takes the stinking wheel and runs that tank and saves everybody who's still alive, dude. It's, it's some incredible, incredible. Well, that's because she's been there. She's seen it. She doesn't lose her head. Everybody else is like, "What the crap?" We're getting opponents. Everyone's dying, and I love the way that scene's filmed because you, you see a lot of action through their little body cameras. Guys running and up to one you another. See, you see the um, computer has. Each person, and you see them dying. Cameras That's going black. Crazy. It's great. It's gr the way they tell that that scene is incredible. They get out of there. More than half are gone. Oh, first contact. Yeah. And they're getting ready to leave the planet. They're going to leave. What she's going to say? I say we leave. Oh, I say we. Oh, uh, what did she say? That um, so we um, get on the ship, leave the planet, nuke the planet. Nuke it from orbit. Nuke, nuke it from orbit, yep. Only way to be sure. Only way to be sure. And then Burke's over here trying to trying he's, to big time. This this installation has a certain monetary value to the company. <laughs> what a typical white suit. But uh a sneaking um they try to leave. And you think they're, you think they're gonna make it. Yeah, well, yeah. The dropship's way ship's far away. The, the dropship's like dropship drop left them, went somewhere else. Let's come back to get him, and there's alien on there, dude. The Spunkmeyer runs up, dude, and there's that spit yep. on the stinking platform. That was messed up. And she's like, Spunkmeyer turns around. It's just that the yeah. teeth. That's good. The, the alien saliva. mouth in the mouth, dude, is is a. It's just a great design. The alien the alien drone is a. I remember having the alien toy. That the mouth shot out, dude. In 1992, Kenner Toys released. It's 10 years after the movie came out. They released a whole toy line. They were awesome. Yeah, they were sweet. The, the queen would swing her tail and yeah, not cramp yeah. over, dude. We had the queen 
and we had like the bull alien. They all the these bull, yeah. They had one that flew. But there was all these dumb toys. And you could buy all the Marines. And, you, and we never bought the stinking power loader suit, though. Oh, I wanted that. That so, was sweet. But uh, so then the movie is them trying to survive on the planet, survive um, just waves of these things hitting him. What does Newt say? We got to get inside. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. <laughs> Jeez, that poor and girl. They, they, they fight. They they. they, they, they it's great. Vasquez watches her homeboy get killed. That's messed up. Dude, Drake, because she blasts one. It's and blood it, sprays Drake. Smoke acid him, yeah. just, he puts his flamethrower into the tank on that. I mean, it's just, yeah. they get their heads kicked in. Aliens is just, a, a, it's a mile a minute, incredible movie. And you have a great monster. You have the incredible space marines. They're just a great, just... And maybe one of the most satisfying conclusions in all of film. Like, very few films deliver on that final act. Think of a War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise, Tony. Terrible ending. Oh, my goodness. You're waiting for humanity that? to fight the alien? And then Morgan Freeman's voice shows up. You're <laughs> like, exactly. what? And you feel robbed. You want to see are them. You wanna... I remember when I watched Gangs the... of New York, when you're waiting for um, Daley Lewis and DiCaprio it's to fight. It's finally going to happen. And, and, and the, the cannon, boom. Yeah. You're like, oh. Or in um, No Country for Old Men, you're waiting for uh, the you're assassin yeah. to fight um, Llewellyn, and Llewellyn dies off camera. Yeah. Like, there's things you're just waiting for, like, certain things, and they don't happen. Aliens is payoff city. I watched a movie the other day, dude, that was great intro, great second act, and terrible ending. I hate that. This movie, you meet what makes the eggs. You meet the queen, and it's great. And she faces the queen. Man, and when you meet that queen, boy. Dude, I, there's a scene. Woman to woman. Dude, woman to all. insane. There's a moment. There is a look, and they have a whole conversation with a no look. No words. It's, it's quiet. It's no insane. music. The alarm going off. Or the, the, the lights, the alarms yeah. going off in the background. It's all going to blow up. Dude, she, she's back. She goes to get Newt because Newt got taken. She gets Newt. It's The egg opens. Oh, dude, it's nasty. It's insane. And she gets Newt, and she she's walking. She stops. The camera pulls back. She's surrounded by eggs. Yeah. And then she sees the thing. Laying eggs. Yeah. She and she looks them. and sees the queen. And the queen is Huge. Huge, big old crown head. It's insane, and and then you realize that's when you realize that they are drones. They're just, yes, you didn't know they're that. They're just out doing this woman's work. They're like, like a, her servants, like, like a beehive or something. Yeah. very much so. Yeah. And um, what's awesome is there's eight drones coming to get Sigourney. They're coming in to get her. She's got a flamethrower, and she sets. And she she looks at the queen, takes her flamethrower, and then shoots a burst towards the eggs. Points the flamethrower back at the queen, and the queen's like, "Oh crap!" She's and she about gives to a little bit, like she like communicates the drones. Yeah, she looks, she gives the drones a look, and then they disappear. They, they fall back. It's it's crazy, dude. There's like a the fact that Sigourney was that together to get that. That was crazy. I love when she's going down in to get the newt. She ties a flame, tapes a flamethrower to the machine gun. Yeah, she's and bad, she, dude. She's she, at this point in the movie, she is she's the bad she's, to the bone. She's the queen in this part, dude. And. uh like uh, ain't even scared of the queen, dude. Then the egg, one of the eggs next to her opens. That's the eggs. They can sense. They can sense life or heat, and they open up when there's. And then Sigourney smokes it. Does that head nod? So her head just leans, 
then just opens Starts, up, dude. Yeah, and then the, the queen. Flamethrowers. Then you see the queen's, uh, all her limbs start going crazy. Like. Dude, she's doing the uh, and the grenades at the yeah. bottom of the, and she's just, you see the bullets fly. Dude, it, she just unloads, and aliens start coming out, and she starts blowing aliens away, and she gets out of there, and she gets, and, and, it's, and it feels like the end, it's a good climax. She killed the eggs. She gets to the top of the thing. There's no ship. Everything's blowing up. You think she's going to die. She's on the deck because The Bishop queen comes up in the elevator, and it's just like, I'm dead. I'm freaking, everything's blowing up. There's a queen coming to kill well, there's me. Two, there's two shafts. Right. She two comes elevators. She's but on she the top. She hits both buttons, though, which yeah. is a great. It's a great detail. She's, and, and we all, we're impatient. We do it. Yeah, we do You it. hit both buttons with the elevator. Well, come on, come on. She gets to the top, and Bishop's supposed to have gone, to, or Bishop's supposed to have, um, she, he was supposed to be waiting there with the ship. And she gets to the top, and the ship's gone. She thinks her and me And she curses Bishop. Oh, yeah. Dang you, because, Bishop. Because, because of part one, she doesn't trust Android. Doesn't trust him at all. And Bishop is probably one of my favorites in this movie. He's a great character. He's, just, he's, a, he's an android that subtly shows emotion. And it's yes. awesome. But, uh... The music's incredible Everything. this moment. Dude, the whole planet's blowing up. She's up there with Newt. Dude, she's the like... The elevator opens, and you don't... It's just blackness, and then the light hits, and you see it. Like, it's all crunched in yeah. there. It had, it, had, it had stooped down to get in that shaft. And uh, then behind her... Like, and what does she say? Because she's... All that toughness, she's still a mom. Close your eyes, baby. The Newt. Close your eyes, but she's holding her. scenes with her and Newt that, that just... Melt my heart, dude. Because Newt looks to her, and that's her new mom. Legit. That's her and, protector. And for Sigourney, that's her daughter yeah. she lost. Yes. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bishop comes. The, the Saves the day, They dude. get out of there. The music crescendos. And the music they use for this movie is used in other trailers all the time. Um, and they make it. It calms down. It's It's quiet. They're, they're getting Hicks all peaceful. Bit. The music is just, and they're back in their she big mothership. Bishop, you did good, Bishop. And he's got that look like, really? Like, we're friends. Like, we're good. And they're walking out of the ship, and the movie's over. And the Dude, movie is. I could have turned it off and sighed. Oh. Good, good, a good movie. The movie ends like three times, there. And, and I'm then like, there's a little. Just a little acid. Drip from the blood. And, and Bishop looks down, and then maybe one of the most gory sequences. Nasty. I mean, that's 1984. Is yeah. it what it is? 86? Six, I think. 1986. And that sequence is nasty. Disgusting. I mean, they rip a person in half. It's an android, but it's still nasty. I mean, instead of the it's chest, fluids, yeah. up in the air, grabs Flu him with the hands. Oh, yeah. The, rips him in half. That's insane because she, she's holding him in the air with the tail through his stomach, and one hand goes to the top, one hand goes to the bottom, rips the whole body in half. That's insane. And that just and that just and it, it was nothing for her. It was the queen is like, you're done, son, dude. And Zagoni runs away and leaves him alone. You're like, what's happening? What's awesome is they they built this up in the beginning of the movie. He had that crap job. Yeah, but she knew how to load docks. And and she wants in the, in the ship. She's trying to find a place with the Marines because she has nothing to do. She's a she's a she's a, uh, a specialist, and yeah. everyone mocks her. Everybody's for her. dogging her. No one likes her. 
She wants to help out. Wondering why she's even there. He, he, but she's like, anything I can do? I don't know. Is there anything you can do? Yeah, the sergeant. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. bone. And uh, you chew on that cigar, just chopping just on it. chowing on that nasty <laughs> cigar, dude. I want to ask my boy Rod, is that who you smoke a cigar? No, he he's going to tell right. you. He's going he's to be like, haven't you seen me on Facebook before? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... She so she can use a loader and they laugh. He's like, uh, ha, ha, ha. and then she Spade gets number that, five. Yeah. Well, she gets in that suit, and picks that also, mug up. So she, the queen's going for Newt. It's got her. It's got. All of a sudden, the door opens, and she's in a power loader. And the classic line, man, get away from her, you bee, dude. It it is, and they fight in a power loader for some. It, it is. It is. Like she's like the same size as the queen. Like it's, it's, it's a. I mean, I'm watching the movie. She's jacking her. Boom, boom, hitting the queen, I'm squeezing its head, trying Grab, to crush it, dude. Oh, it, it, it. I mean, the thing with the, the, the queen has the mouth and the tail. I mean, it's, it's and the acid. Oh, dude, reminds me of that scene on Dave when he gets in that big machine. I caught a fish this big. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great film. I mean, it's if you haven't seen it in ten years, if you watch it again, it was probably more than that for me. Really, probably twenty years. From I now. watch it probably. You gotta every remember, year. it's twenty seventeen, dude. I graduated high school in two thousand. I can't tell you the last time I watched Aliens. I mean, it was back in the day. No, watching it again and knowing what we know about what what's happened in film in the last 20, 30 years. It holds up, son. It's, is it 30 years old, that movie? It's, yeah, it's probably 30, it's 30 years 30. old. Oh, my god! Wow. Goodness. That movie's older than my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man. That's right, boy. <laughs> you know what I like about them high school girls? Shut your mouth, dude. Um, okay. So, great, great film. Now... Um, we've already dealt with a lot of the cast. We'll go ahead and go through that quick. Sigourney, we'll get to her in a minute. Uh, you have Paul Reiser, a comedic actor. He's as the slime ball he corporate is sleaze. The corporate slime, just piece of trash. There's a sequence liar. Of the, oh, that. So, uh, but he he does good as that. That he's you want to kill him, dude. And I've never seen him be when like, he meets his demise. You're like, okay, I'm sad. He got famous because that Mad About You show with Helen Hunt. Yep. Then you Man, have Helen Hunt. Um, the Marines. You have Michael Bain uh, is Hicks. He's the guy who plays uh, Ringo in um, Tombstone. Tombstone. So he's also Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. Reese? Cameron likes using. Yeah, Reese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is Cameron. That's right. Uh, the Paxton um, as Hudson. Paxton is dude. Comic relief. Hilarious. Also a wussy. It, he, he talks a huge game, and those guys that talk the big game, usually the guys that can't handle it when it gets go down. Like he, like literally mental breakdowns. He can't deal with what they're seeing. Game over, man. Game over. Dude, he thinks they're dead before they're even dead, dude. <laughs> then why don't you put her in charge? This girl, she lasted here by herself. Blah blah blah. Why don't you put her in charge? <laughs> dude, she's like Sigourney's like shut up. Get to get. He goes all right. I'm on it. Like he's trying to overcompensate. It's so awesome. Um, now, we're gonna get to other stuff in a little bit, but I want to do the, the greatness test first. Okay? How about when he says to uh, Vasquez, "You ever been uh, <laughs> mistaken for a man?" I don't know. Have you? It was oh. like, oh, <laughs> I'm dogging him. They told her it was alien. She thought it was a legal alien. Just signed up. <laughs> He's such a jealous. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. 
Um, what a dog. He's a jerk, dude. Um, we have a, a, a bit we do on our show called the greatness test. We take an actor or actress and talk put in about, your bit. Talk about it, uh, these, this, this actor or actress have three great films under their belt. Films that will last the test of time that will be talked about generations from now. Like we give them to our kids, we give them to their kids, so on and so forth. So today we're doing Sigourney. I've Weaver. already got two for Sigourney. So we already have the aliens. Aliens Ripley. is so great. It, it, it it's mean, great. All nerds in the world love her because of this movie. Mm-hmm. They love her. Um, they make alien video games and always have. We want her to come back and reprise her voice for this stinking thing. They always do stuff like that because they love her. Um, what else you got? That's job security, boy. Okay, I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but it's a huge movie, and it will be around forever. I think they're actually making a sequel. What? Avatar. Avatar is huge. Okay. It's, it's not one of my favorites. I'll probably never see it again, but it was so... It, I mean, it was like the biggest 3D movie of all time. It was but, like... You, know, you said Titanic. Okay, James Cameron is a... Great director. He makes great sequels. He did Terminator 1, good movie. Then he made it even better with Terminator yeah. 2. Which is like, how did he make that Terminator movie better? Terminator 2 was better than Terminator 1. I'm sorry. And he, takes Ri- he takes Ridley Scott, a great director's movie, and makes it awesome. Like, how? Like he's just a good Ridley director. Ridley Scott was Terminator? No, Ridley Scott was Alien. Alien. Okay. The Aliens. Cameron did Terminator 1 and 2. Okay, he that's, did both. That's him, both. Um, but uh, Cameron made the biggest movie of all time, Titanic. Biggest movie of all time. Didn't he beat his own record? Then he doesn't make a move for 10 years. Makes Avatar, I was like, whatever, dude. You're one. No way you're close to what you did Titanic. And Blew Avatar beats Titanic to be the number one grossing film of all time to this day. Number one, number two belong to James Cameron. Which is I, nuts. Dude, you got to admit that Avatar is great. Avatar watching in the theater was an experience. Dude, I literally. That 3D was beautiful. Not, not to be like a little kid, but I literally. At some points, the movie were reaching out in front of my face. Like, I'm like, this I'm is like, a- dude, it was it was something. But okay, now I'm gonna. That's a spectacle like a mug. No, but she's not big in it though. She's got a small role in the she's film. She's in it, boy. Okay, what else we got for still gonna read the greatness test? Uh, you're not gonna put that one in the great. Let's put it on the side in case we need it. Let's put it on the side. All right, we'll put that in the ashtray. <laughs> we'll put a pin in it. Boop. <laughs> what else we got for Sigourney? I'll have her cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, Sigourney. Man, this one's tough, bro. I'm going nerd again, dude. Ghostbusters. Of course. Oh, it's she's great in it, dude. There's no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> did a crazy breathing, so now, dude. Z- now Zach Davis can't call me up and be like, "How could you not say Ghostbusters?" <laughs> I forgot about Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray. Okay, sorry. Zach. What are you gonna do? So that's two. That's Sigourney Weaver. Now she's. I liked her in Dave, but I don't. That's, 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 now that ain't no. That, that gonna last. No. Um, we have two franchises. She's awesome in is those two films. Um, I want to say Wally. It's because she's a voice of the computer, Never and she's great. Wally, dude. She plays a computer's voice, and she's incredible in it. I want to say Cabin in the Woods, because that movie is a really... She, yeah, that is... It's a surprising... We ain't even going to say great, dude. It's got... Doesn't it got Thor in it? It's a fun movie, but I, I, I can't give it great. If you ain't going to give Avatar great, you better not even I'm murmur just saying, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods was creative for that, Man. like, slasher cabin movie. It was really creative, dude. I liked it, man. I loved it. 
I love this. They go down into that, st- when you see all the monsters, oh, it was awesome. Oh, behind the glass? Yes! And that's insane. Oh, man. Um, so Ghostbusters, definitely. Aliens, definitely. definitely. <sighs> Avatar's on the side. That's like when I get extra bacon. It's just chilling there. <laughs> it's chilling there. I don't want to do two Camerons. I don't. Why? Dude, I just... If you've never seen Wally, I'm telling you, her role in Wally, is, it's voice acting. It's in her voice is so awesome. We can do better than this. We know more Sigourney Weaver movies. Come on. Grows the Mist. I, I, I'm not gonna what? put that. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna put it in. That's about me running through the sprinklers, fool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's give it Avatar and call it a day, dude. I know we can come up with another Sigourney Weaver movie. Working Girl. I don't want to put that in what? there. What? Heartbreakers, that's stupid. Oh, man, Jennifer, love <laughs> Shut your mouth, dude. It's in trouble. Um, Remember Ray Liotta's fishing off that boat? Let's get his gun. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, so there we go. We're doing Ghostbusters. Avatar. We'll say Avatar. Ghostbusters, Aliens, Avatar. Booyah. It, well, your, your um, what's the word I'm looking for? Criteria? Your criteria was... Last it will be there. Avatar is going to last the test of time. It's, it's Yes, it's insane. It's, I mean, biggest movie ever made. It's even got that dude that was in Terminator Salvation that nobody cares about. Oh, man, that poor guy. Ruined his career. <sighs> Yo, he's got enough money on the back end, though. He'll be all right. Legit. Okay, so before we get into Raising Strong Raising is Right, let me, let me give us our, our, our little shout-out, okay? Sigourney, you're great. You're great, Chica. We love you. Uh, now... I want to thank everybody who listens to the to the podcast every week. We want to ask you to help us get this out there to more people. Help me help you. If you enjoy this content, we we, we hope you come with us and enjoy and laugh. And get, a lot of truckers listen to this podcast when they're driving. If you enjoy this, get the word out for other, to other people that they know that this exists for them to listen to. Um, give us a five-star rating on iTunes because when you give us a five-star rating on iTunes, it puts us high on the list for more people to find. So that would really help us get out there. If you share us on Facebook, you know, or Twitter, that'd be great. And uh, so thank you so much for, for being a part of the Redham Theater community. Help us get that, that, that um, help us get the name out there even more to more people in 2017. Yeah, get it out there for more people in 2017. So our podcast, we're more than just, we love movies, but we're also raised by movies. And film, it puts something inside of us. The first thing Aliens does, Raise Us Right, it really was one of the, it, it, it helped us respect women. And you're like, what do you mean by that? Now listen, we're Mexican, dude. Like, you can't see us, but my name's Ernesto, this guy's Antonio right here. Mexican? Mexican. With no I team. mean, literally, dancing in Texas, the Hano music, the Texas stinking, you guys, I mean, eating eat Mexican food, Mexican family, we can't speak Spanish, it's true, but we're still Mexican, dude. And Just it, call mama, put her on speakerphone. We'll legit. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, with old world cultures, I don't know how to say it without feeling like a jerk, but there's a little bit of chauvinism in old world cultures, man. Whether it's Middle East, whether it's Indian, whether it's Latin American, a lot of, like, Latin Americans, we, we, okay. I was told by one uh, an older Mexican man once that every Mexican man needs two women. He needs the woman that raises his kids and his, like, 
Red Hot Lover somewhere else. Dang, Gina, I didn't know you were going here, bro. I'm Shit. just saying, like, we've seen a lot of the men in our in, in, in our life, Mexican males, um, very unfaithful, lots of women on the side. Um, it's just the, it's just the way the world we come from is. Um, there's like this like like little almost not spoken out loud, but a little bit of um, like sometimes Mexican men think of women as they're maids. Is that is, is that wrong? Am I stupid? Hey man, you don't look at me. Do you, you <laughs> keep doing what you're doing, man? But think of how, me think of how we grew up though. Hey, it was old school. It's it's old school caveman, right? Yeah. I mean, literally, my, our mom is a sweet, awesome woman. And I, I love her to death for what she did for us as boys uh, growing up. All I'm saying is, I don't know how it got in me, but there was in me somewhere, like, it was a low view of women. And I don't know why that came in me, but it was. And this movie helped push that back. Because growing up, I didn't have any female heroes. It was all men. All action movies were male stars. Yeah, right. Too bad mom was our hero for Legit. Like, I never thought a woman being as, like, as strong and courageous. This was the first time I looked at a, uh, a woman as a superhero. Like, Yes, exactly. Even Vasquez was bad to the There's bone. Two. There's My two favorite amazing character women in this movie. is Vasquez, this Mexican yeah, girl, she's and she's tough bad. and strong and doesn't give up. She goes out like a champ, too. Even got a little heart in her. Yeah, like, she does, dude. She dies. She, she goes out like a, like a G, dude. Yep, she does. Puts a grenade down, and she, and she even gives Gorman some crap before he dies, yep. dude. It's awesome, dude. But Ripley, and I think Cameron does this better than anybody, giving us strong female leads. Like of, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor part one is soft. She's, like, flabby. You know what I'm saying? She's just like... She's just like flabby. Well, her arms, there's no muscle tone. It's just she's not flabby, but she's just not strong. Yeah. And she's like could, could lift, probably could lift a ten pound weight and curl it. You know what I'm saying? She's undefined. And it, you mean her Terminator two, and she's a warrior, yeah. and she's a killer. Um, in this movie, Ripley, you watch her go from a sweet lady on, on a crew in a ship to being as tough as any space marine. She goes faces a queen. Yep. No questions asked. Dude, none of the none of the Marines could have handled that queen like Dude, she, did. she she outlasts all those guys. Yep. Keeps her head on straight. And this movie helped me view them as superheroes. As as like, okay, this and it it was good for me to have that. Um it was good for me to see see women and I'm kind of it's kind of cool that there's mo more movies nowadays that have strong female leads, like the new Star Wars film. Awesome. There's a, a female is the Jedi. When Lena gets my daughter gets older, she can watch this movie and have a Jedi hero to look up to. That's cool. I Shout like. about Kill Bill, son? Well, be, she'll be in high school before she watches. No, no, that. I ain't talking about Lena. I'm just saying, talking about movies nowadays. Oh yeah, where female Uma is the best. Oh. Um, but that really that this movie I'm Buck <laughs> this movie really um, gave me. It helped a young Mexican man growing up. Res give much respect to women. And I'm not, I, hopefully this isn't too crazy for you guys to hear these words spoken out loud. From Ernesto. <laughs> Don't even dodge <laughs> like a mug, dude! Um, I'm just reading the script, dog. Dude. Um. It says, Ernesto line, Ernesto line. <laughs> now, raised us wrong. 
dude. I'll let you handle this one too, man. No, <laughs> come on, dude. Leave me out to dry like this, dude. Um, Hang me out to dry. <laughs> we distrust the man. What I mean by the man is this. Listen, the man is the suit. It's the boss. It's the yes. corporate entity that t- just that treats you like a mushroom, feeds you crap, keeps you in the dark. That's this is the man. You're nothing to them. You're a number to make more money. This movie, the company, when you see her in the boardroom, they don't trust her. They're, every question they're answering, they're using against her. It's awful. I hate it. The bureaucracy, that red tape. You're like, oh. She's the only, only uh, eyewitness, and they're telling her she's wrong. Like it's just like you weren't even there. And then Burke. Like there's a sequence where Burke. Um, Man, do I hate Burke. He literally opens up two of the tubes of the face huggers where Newt and Sigourney are, Newt and Ripley are sleeping because his goal is to implant them with an alien. To get them back. So he can study alien drones. To get them on the ships, hopefully get them back before they hatched. Well, you put them in sleep, stasis, they wouldn't hatch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Marines said, well, we'll know. She's like, well, for it to work, you'd have to sabotage a few sleeping beds on the way home. Dude, it's... And... Even when in the big battle, he leaves them all and locks them in the room. Locks the doors on them. Like what a coward! Deep in me, and this movie helped. It didn't create it, but it helped fan the flame of distrusting the wealthy, distrusting corporations, distrusting CEOs. Turn on the news, and it'll show you the same thing. But what's crazy is, I remember one time talking to my buddy. Um, and he's like asking me about, do you hate rich people? I'm like, and I started talking all this trash, and he kept on pulling, and there's there was some real anger in there. Like, like if someone has money, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. But in me, I almost fault someone for not going through crap as a kid, which is not fair to them. Well, that's okay. I was just gonna say, one day, our boy Henry will be a millionaire. One day he will be. He's a master electrician, owns his own company. But the difference with him is he comes from nothing, built everything himself, hard worker. A lot of these corporate people that we look at, we have this idea that they come from, it's just inherited. They they are just privileged and just, when I look at like the suits and the, somebody who's just had a college paid for, they're just like, just going through the motions and going to be rich. That's what that's what we mean by the man, like right. But here's the thing: like, there's that whole Occupy Wall Street. You know, we are the one percent down, or down with the one percent. We're ninety-nine percent. You know, like that. We hate the rich. And down with the rich. I've met guys that are wealthy, that aren't they're evil people. They're just people. And with with lots of dollars, lots of dollars. And I have to get over my own life. Like everyone has prejudices. Everybody does. Everybody hates somebody. I'm not prejudiced. I'm a separatist. <laughs> I don't know what that's even from, dude. I don't know. Okay. But uh, I don't believe in isms. I only believe in me. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know, but you are an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was from Ferris Bueller, dude. In the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Um, but uh, I have had to get paths. I've met guys that have money. And part of me wants to be jerks to them just because they didn't go through what I went through. That's not fair. Just because someone wasn't poor and fight their way to wealth doesn't mean that they're a dude, bad I, person. Dude, I get, I get that way too, man. It's, it's in me, dude. Like, 
sons of sons of rich people, I, I, I judge them right away. If someone's a son of a rich person, I immediately think they're a jerk. And that's not fair. Too bad I got all... I, I hope, I hope certain people ain't listening to this podcast, dude. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, I've had to get past this because this was in me, that like automatic distrust of authority, automatic thinking. I mean, this what's the name of the company? It's called The Company. What is? The name the of the aliens? company. The aliens, the movie. The, it's The Company? It's The Company. That's messed up, dude. And I think it's just it's just trust of corporation, distrust of authority, distrust of all that. Is that called Enron? Oh, man. <laughs> so... Trying not to hate, like, I don't want to be someone that just hates all authority, and I don't want to be a guy like I'm down with the man, down on the man. Because honestly, what if I do well in life and become wealthy? Am I hate myself? You don't gotta worry about that, dude. We're in Flint Town, dude. You're in Flint Town faster, dude. I know, dude. I'm just saying, what if? What if? What if, dude? What it'd be awesome. Us, what of us? <laughs> don't worry, your brother Tony's gonna win the lottery one day. Oh man! Uh, and you'd be, be like, "You're the man." I'd be like, "It's right here's a million dollars, fool." Oh, thanks, Ty. A million dollars. I owe you, fool. But uh, so, learn to respect women. Raise us wrong, made us real suspicious of the man. So that's how it raised us wrong and raised us right. We would love to see you on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Redum Theater. Just on Facebook at. Facebook.com slash Redroom Theater. Now, remember, theater spelled the European way. So Theatray. There you go. Now, next week on the Red Room Theater, we're watching one of our favorites, dude. Unveil it, Tony. Raising Arizona. Nicolas Cage's best performance to date. It very well may be, it very well may be his best movies ever made, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, Take some of them huggies. So if you've not seen this movie, go out, watch it this week. It's worth don't, the watch. Even if you don't listen to our podcast, just watch it for yourself, man. Man, it's it's amazing. Makes me Coen laugh. Coen Brothers? It's the Coen Brothers. Yeah. Now, bef- here's, here's uh, so yeah, so... Um, yeah, so um, if you want to, uh, we're still kind of got our Twitter up on aliens. Let us know your favorite space marine. We'd love to hear what marines you like the best. We already got a vote for Hudson and a vote for Vasquez. Let's we'll see what other votes come in. Um, so, yeah, so um, we're watching Raising Arizona. So um, I'm your one of your hosts, Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at Red Room Theater.